0: Hello and welcome to the Bottom Up Skills podcast. I'm Mike Parsons, I'm the CEO of Qualitance and today we're talking about the key roles in a rapid prototyping team and we are well and truly deep into our series on rapid prototyping and when you get everybody together to rapid prototype it's really key that you pick the right team and you give them the right role so let's chat a little bit about this sort of cast of characters if you will that you're going to need and how that might really give you the insights and the learnings from your prototyping. Now I want to start just by setting up a little bit of context here and uh, just remind you of where we are in terms of rapid prototyping. You know Rapid prototyping is essentially just testing light versions of a product idea, testing a sketch or a model that evokes an experience that's a bit similar to what the finished product would be like. And the whole cheat here is you don't have to wait until the product's finished before you test. In fact, you can test really, really early on. And what I found is that when you test really early on, you know what, you get all these hints that you would never have thought about to include in the product or to remove from the product. And that's really the beauty of the practice. Now we've talked a lot about uh, all the different characteristics and techniques and tools that you might want to use in rapid prototyping. Right now, I'm going to dig into some, well, some hard-earned lessons, I might say, around the right people and the right roles you need to have when you do it. So the first thought here is that you can, of course, prototype just by yourself with one end user. Now, um, for some of you who didn't catch some of the earlier parts of this series, it is essential that you test your prototype with the actual end user, the consumer, the audience, whatever you want to call them, you're testing with them. And um, this is really important because as creators of products, we get a little, uh, shall we say, enamored with our own ideas. And um, after a while, we can kind of be a bit lost in the fog of our product and we kind of think it's amazing. But the true test and the true judge of uh, whether a product is amazing is, of course, it's the end user. So let's talk about some of the other people that are involved. If we've got the end user and we're testing with them, You know, as I said, you could do it all by yourself, but you're going to find it much better, much easier if you do it together as a team. So let's talk about who you want to have in the room, helping you on your side, on your team, putting together a cool uh, prototype and helping you do the testing. Now, um, the most important thought here is having a diverse team. And uh, I'll get, I'm going to give you four archetypes of the, the type of uh, people that you want to have in your team. And then we'll talk about the roles that they can play and how you guys can really embrace rapid prototyping. Now, the first one is, you know, the knowledge uh, seeker, the fact finder, the logician. Uh, so you want someone who's really good on the facts and the data. And the next one you want is someone more, a bit more like a campaigner, lots of energy and positivity. You want someone who's a good understander, very empathetic, what we might call the mediator. And lastly, someone who's all about patterns and structures, the architect. Um, That would be a really, really high-performance team. If you could bring those sorts of people, of course, they've all got to want to listen to the user. They've all got to want to listen to the customer and the consumer But those are are some really good archetypes. If you want to make it even simpler, just make sure you have ideators and makers, um, people who come up with new ways of building the prototype and people who love bringing them to to life. So I think it's really important because you want to avoid groupthink, uh, particularly if you're a team that works together and you're working on a new product or service idea You know, invariably, you're all going to think it should largely be done the same way. And um, that's only going to deliver you a very expected outcome. Now, if you bring together more what I call the cast of characters, um, if you bring together a diverse team, you know, you really do get some magic through that intersection of different culture, idea, perspective. It's really, really powerful. So try and, you know, build what I always call this cast of characters. And um, together, you can do all sorts of things. You can make prototypes and work with your end user and get some really good outcomes. So this naturally kind of leads us to what's everybody doing? Like there are roles to play. So you're often in an environment where you have a 45 to 60-minute sprint where you're going to build prototypes, test them with users, and it's pretty intense. So you actually need some pretty clear... Uh, roles to play and of course over the period of a day if you do lots of different sprints you can mix it up and take on different roles as well. Um, I generally have always found that people really associate with one of these roles that I'm going to share with you and um, as a result of that I tend to see people stay in that role for a whole day maybe even two days in a row and that's okay that's totally cool. So what roles are there in a rapid prototyping team who are about to conduct a sprint session uh, where they're going to build prototypes and test them with users. Well, I'm going to take you through them and explain some of the, the nuances to each of the roles. So here they are. We've got five main roles, the captain, the facilitator, the designer, the host, and the scribe. Okay. Captain, it's all about getting us to the objective here and balancing all the information that you're getting throughout the process, knowing when we should stop, when we should start, when we should continue. That's really the captain's role. Now, the facilitator is really the guardian of the process, and that they're really checking on a few important things. Are we testing the right thing? Are we listening to end users? and do we really um, do we agree? On what we just learned, and you'll remember that from a previous episode uh, of the Bottom Up Skills Podcast, I talked about this key question of what do we learn and what do we do next. I mean, the facilitator is making sure that that thinking process is really intact. Okay, so position number three, the designer. You really do need someone dedicated to the, if you will, the production of the prototype, and let me just say. This person does not have to be an art director, graphic designer. If you can draw a straight line and a a circle with pen and paper, then you're in. I think it's more important that we identify that it is somebody who is performing that role. Now, of course, it is really exciting to have an amazing creative or art director person joining your team in this role because they go quicker. And they can bring to life in such great fidelity. You'll just have, you'll have your customers and users drooling over paper prototypes. Let me tell you. Okay, uh, so we've got three roles so far: captain, facilitator, and designer. Now we're going to talk about the last two. Uh, number four is the host. Now the host is such a crucial role because it's often the first person that the uh, recruit or the user or the audience, consumer, customer, whatever you want to call them, the person who's going to test your prototype, it's often the first person they meet. So the host is about greeting them, making them feel comfortable, because you know it's really important that when the user feels comfortable, then they're going to give you great feedback. If they're not really clear on where they are, why they're there, what the purpose is, it can all get a bit weird. So that's why the host role is so important. And the last one, The last role to play in a rapid prototyping team is the scribe. Now scribes are really important because what happens is we get together, come up with an idea. That's pretty exciting. Then we make it more exciting. Then we test it with the user. We are off the charts. People are so pumped. And what you want to avoid is a situation where you get to the end and you realize, oh, did anybody write down what we learned? And that is something you wanna avoid. So the scribe catches all the the learnings or the ideas and maybe brings us back to a few notes. Maybe there was a few friction points in the prototype that we need to come back to, to discuss and to refine. So they kind of keep us honest. So there you have it, these are five key roles that should be played by a diverse team. The captain, facilitator, designer, host and scribe. If you have someone doing all of these roles, Throughout your rapid prototyping team, you're going to have an absolute riot. It's going to be great. It's going to be a little tiring, but it is going to be full of learning. And that's what building a new product is all about. Now, if you want to learn more about rapid prototyping or building products, you can head over to bottomup.io where we have a whole masterclass on rapid prototyping and a bunch of other places as well. We've got design thinking, we've got agile software development. In fact, there's more than a dozen different free masterclasses. Just jump on over to bottomup.io and your learning will be a bit off the charts. So there you go. Uh, That's a wrap here of the Bottom Up Skills podcast.